Let's go. Let's rock, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's roll, baby. <laughs> Let's get this thing going one way or another. You guys know how this thing go. I told everybody, pump the brakes. Let's stop complaining. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Let's stay focused. Let's get this thing going. Let's stay focused. Let's get this thing going. I kept saying these same exact words. Repetition is right. Uh, keep going to things. Shout out to Ernest Welch, man, for being the first person that's in the chat box over here laying it down. Hey, it is what it is. Cowboys win. We put the W. We holding the W up. We holding it down like 400 pounds. We are the ones that are getting this thing going one way or another. I really appreciate you. Keon, thank you for joining in too as well. It is what it is. Everybody, when you're back up against the wall, all you got to do is continue to fight. Believe in what you believe in. Have faith, strong confidence and thoughts and things like that. Things would happen into your favor. Uh, shout out to Jamal Anderson. Yes, we're live like 95. Howard Rogers, man, thank you for tuning in to as well. Raymond Dez, thank you for tuning in to as well. Hey, we getting this thing going, man. I'm telling you all. Let's tune into um, what we're going to want to do here is um, don't forget to, before I, I tune into this other deal here to like this page, subscribe to this page too as well. Do your deal out there. Help the help the grow the nation. Let's see what they talk about. We marched it down the field. I think it was like 90 yards. So I mean, yeah, uh, that, that, that's Dallas Cowboys football right there. Appreciate you, Zeke. Thank you. All right, 17 carries, 78 Zeke yards, really. the touchdown for Zeke. He also had five uh, receptions in this football game for only nine yards. Yeah. Um, also, a uh, new kicker, Brett Maher. Uh, he, he he had a pretty effective night after missing his only field goal attempt uh, week one. There Brett Maher. Um, and this particular evening, two for two on field goals, including a 37-yarder and two for two with extra points. So eight total points for Maher and Chris Arnold to be able to catch up with Brett Maher, the Cowboys' new place kicker uh, in the locker room after the game. Brett Maher, congratulations. You guys win the game. You got a couple of field goals. You got some extra points. How did it feel out there kicking for the first time in a regular season game at AT&T Stadium? Hey, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, you know, the main objective every week is to come out here and get a win. I'm, I'm glad I could do my role and, uh, and help us get that done. Red Maher, now Dak Prescott. Plays uh, running a few of these plays, and we're able to have some success with them. Talk about Tavon Austin. Yeah, I mean, he had a great night. Uh, we knew we were going to go at him early. Uh, that was the plan. Um, so, I mean, coming off of that, coming off of that play action, uh, he, he just won clean. I mean, he took the inside release and put his head down and dug, and then I was just able to get yeah. the ball out there. He just made my job easy there uh, and then showed off his speed. And then once again in reverse, come back late in the game, uh, he was just all around the field making plays everywhere. Against the Giants defense, that was the plan to come out early and aggressive. There you yeah, go. I mean, we just wanted to be the aggressors. We wanted to set the tone uh, in the run game, in the passing game, uh, and make them um, – make them try to defend what we were doing. And it's not us going to the game trying to uh, call our offense off of what they're doing on defense uh, rather than us Listen. be the aggressors, and uh, we did it.
Yeah, you guys play at such a high level. Is there anything that that challenge accepted can actually do, or is that just do we make more out of that than than really is? I mean, we definitely hear that, uh, and I kind of said the challenge right. accepted. Um, I said I, I accepted it, but I can tell you, uh, I wasn't the only one who accepted that challenge. This team accepted, that offense accepted it, and uh, we wanted to go out there and uh, just show these guys. Yeah. What's the difference in the first game and the good. second game in terms of execution? <laughs> guess, uh, the difference in the first game and the second game in terms of offensive execution and success? Yeah, I mean, we just we executed the plays tonight. Simple as that. Uh, I was able to throw the ball better, much better than I did last game. So, I mean, it just came down to that. We protected better. Overall, ran the ball better. It was just a much cleaner game in our execution. Do you feel like this will maybe send word to some of the fans and quell the negativity you heard last week? I didn't hear any of it. Oh, come on, Dak. <laughs> you know you heard some of it. What's it like to, to watch the defense, especially the pressure they got on Eli and the electricity they provided tonight? Yeah, the defense is good. Uh, these last two weeks, everything that they've done, getting to the quarterback, um, keeping, the, keeping the number of points the opposing offense scores down. Um, know we're going to have a lot of success going forward. They continue to do that. I'm uh, proud of them. Guys, they went against that defense every day, obviously, in Oxnard. And did, did you get the sense that they could do this? Yeah, I definitely got the sense, and it wasn't necessarily uh, always fun. Um, going against this defense in Oxnard, as you said, there were some days that weren't pretty. I'm sure y'all saw it, and they kind of dominated the, the practices, and then we'd go back at them, and it was back and forth, and we knew uh, we are going to have a good defense, and it was going to only make our offense better. Yeah. Six sacks tonight of Eli Manning. That, that was huge. Six. Yeah, it was great. I mean, giving them credit, uh, as I said, they got, they got after me and training camp, knew they'd get after uh, the opposing quarterback, and they definitely did. How important was that drive, the touchdown drive? Just eating up the yards, eating up the... Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, just, you know, rushing in here to make y'all happy. You know, you sweat. <laughs> How important was that drive? It was big. I mean, obviously, uh, they, they came off that field, got that field goal. Uh, we went back out there on offense, uh, backed up and kind of stalled. So then when we got the ball back, it was important for us to go out there and get a touchdown and not just a field goal. Uh, and that was a huge draft, making some big-time plays, receivers getting open, offensive line protecting. Uh, that was huge. You uh, ran more. I guess you had career-high rushing yards tonight. Uh, can you just talk about that and the mentality when you ran? It seemed like you was trying to break tackles. You weren't just trying to settle for the first down. Yeah, I mean, we knew this, uh, this defense was going to give us that. They were going to give us the option for the quarterback to run. So... Coming into this week, uh, that was the plan. Uh, and I knew I'm a bigger guy. I was going to challenge some of those defenders, uh, those DBs, to make tackles. You were, you were aggressive and uh, didn't, didn't do any sliding. I mean, you just kept charging right into them every time you ran tonight. Uh, like yeah. I said, I mean, those guys are DBs. Uh, Size-wise, they're a little bit smaller, so I wanted to, to try to make them uh, make tackles. And that, that was important not to just go down. How much was Tavon on that touchdown throw? Yeah, Tavon's an emotional guy all the time. Uh, that's what makes him, Tavon, that's what makes him a fiery guy, the explosive yeah. guy he is, uh, the playmaker that he is. Uh, so that was big. That was huge for him uh, to go out to, to have the game that he had tonight, but definitely to start it off as early as he did. You said you knew that the defense was going to give you opportunities to be able to run with their other elements. You guys felt like you could add this week uh, because of things you saw. Did you guys open up the playbook more? I, mean, I don't know if we say, we say we open the playbook more, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of the whole point of game planning. Uh, we knew there were some things that we attack, We wanted to attack, and I feel like we did that. Talk about the two lengthy drives that you had, pulling time off the clock and keeping the ball out of the Giants' hands. Yeah, that was huge. As I said, I mean, they got that field goal, uh, so it was important for us to go and not only get field goals, but uh, to get a touchdown. I mean, that one right there at the end in particular. So 
Uh, it was huge. Our defense came out that second half, got us that ball. We were able to get that field goal. And after that, we stalled a couple of times. So when we got that ball back and able to, to have that lengthy drive, take a bunch of time off the clock, go up a couple of touchdowns, uh, I was almost icing it there and putting the, putting the game in the defense hand just to keep them off the off the board. Was it the plan that was different or the execution that was different from this week to last week? Yeah, most uh, definitely the execution. Start with the execution. Uh, we executed a lot better than we did last week. But going – but. To say the plan, plan as well. I mean, there's some things in the plan that we changed up that we wanted to attack. We wanted to to spread them out, run the run the ball from the, from the spread a little bit more from the gun, and we're able to do that. Uh, but we execute it better. Bottom line. You said yeah, this week challenge accepted. Can you? How much motivation was that? The whole stuff during the week and questions about. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, as I said earlier, I mean, I don't really. That's not that big of a deal to me, but. Um, yeah. It, it, I know I wasn't the only one that heard that. And what I kind of said is, I know I wasn't, when I said challenge accepted, it wasn't just me accepting that challenge. It was this offense, it was this team. And uh, after that win, just uh, hearing what some of the guys were saying, uh, I know that they heard that message too, and they're happy we were able to come out and do what we did. What what some, when when someone says that about a, a starting quarterback in the NFL, that they want to put it in your hands, how much do you consider that to be disrespectful as a competitor? Uh, yeah, I mean, don't bite the bait. I mean, it's the game of football. Uh, you got to put it in somebody's hands. I mean, when you have a great run game like we do and a and a great running back, and as you saw, uh, what they did tonight, and what we've done for two years running the running the ball, uh, to me, it's kind of obvious. Did you consider it disrespectful? Uh, I don't really pay attention to there it like that. Go. I don't put that much thought into it as you guys do. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for that. Congratulations. Yeah. It's Dak Prescott on the Dallas Cowboys Radio yes. Network. Basically saying that Landon... Hey, man. Hey, that's what it is, man. Dak Prescott, he did everything we wanted him to do in that interview. And then on top of that, still, still adding fuel to his own fire and his desire to be ready for the next week. And I'm telling you, like I said, we play a similar quarterback next week, right? Then, then we play the following week. The guy that can spurt out to the edge. And I think we should have some more reinforcement coming in. Uh, I think uh, number 94 will be able to play. So we had six sacks. That's cool. That's fine and dandy, right? So with that being said, for those who everybody who out there saying that, okay, this quarterback is this and this quarterback is that, there's something about a guy that is willing to stand firm, stand tall, and take the – challenge accepted you know that's everything right there it speaks volumes of this quarterback guys it does i don't know what you guys are thinking but this Dak prescott he's something special and i do know for sure this score could have been easily 20 to 3 the score could have been easily uh maybe 31 to 3 if we uh get some plays and balls to bounce our way the right way uh it was only one flare that I saw out there was third and inches, and they decided to run a, a sweep play or a run bounce the ball to the outside. And it was a hold on Lyell. And I was like, what are you doing? You got the quarterback, third and inches, you sneak the ball in, you get the first down. But outside of that, guys, I think that the coaching staff, they, they called it a great game. Uh, it was one of those things that they utilized Tavon Austin on the outside, flex motion on the inside. I, we saw a lot of plays with uh, number 11, too, as well, creating space and finding space in the zone. So let's tune back in. We're listening in to 105.3, the fan. Uh, that's the post-game post with Ari Temkin and also uh, Jesse Holly. Let's see what they got over Smart, here. Just collision repair. Oh, they got a commercial going on. So after the commercial, we are tuned back in. Uh, Russell Wilson, now, this is the thing. This is a home game or away game. Anybody know? Because I haven't really looked at the schedule. So let me know in the chat box because that, that's going to speak volumes to us. Whether it's a home game or away game. Let me know. Help me out. Help a brother out because I don't have time to go all the way around. You know what I mean? So uh, this is going to speak 
what what type of play we should have and this sort of thing. Thank you for tuning in, uh, Brian Rawlins. Uh, Rico will be in the mix more. Uh, I think Rico had an opportunity to catch the ball. Uh, it bounced off his hands. Uh, he's going to get it's an away game. Uh, we got to go up there. Okay. Okay, so it's going to be another tight game, guys. It's going to be a real tight game. Uh, we got to establish the run. I really, I really didn't like the uh, the overall game of Ezekiel. It was okay. Getting the dirty yards, getting the big explosive plays. But there were some plays that I saw from Ezekiel that he bounced and he could have stayed inside. Or, or He's still getting his playing legs up under him. He didn't play at all during preseason. If he did, he had like, what, three or four snaps. And that's not what you can get out for real life, right? So it's a weight game, yeah. So we're going to have to really step it up next next week. We can't play around with it. Uh, I always say Eli Manning liked to give the ball away. We saw that all of the vertical routes that was taken down the field as far as the Eli Mannings of the world against us, there was one play, number 12. He was able to catch a lucky pass out to the edge. And Tito was just just, just, just close, just as close. And, and we know and we understand that football is a game of inches. And, and, and like I said before, Russell Wilson, he's going to be able to move out of the pocket. He's going to be able to find those wide receivers. And I think that he's not going to be so gung-ho and just dumping, dinking and dunking the ball off to number 26 because they don't have a number 26. But number 26 is, is nice. Saquon Barkley is going to be around in this league for a long time if he can stay healthy. And he's, he's one of those guys, explosive. He would just... Sean Lee feels like his hands are made out of parquet butter. You know, I don't know the injury, whether or not Sean Lee is still injured or what have you, but he was bouncing off the body like, <laughs> like he's the basketball. So we will see next week. I like the fact that when LVE did came in, he was making tackles. When he hit you, you fell down. He was none of that bouncing off the body type of stuff. So we got a lot of film to look at on LVE. We got a lot of film to look at on number 30. Because we have yet to see Jordan Lewis out there. So uh, there were some plays that I saw number 30 got his head around. It looks like he got his confidence back. So we will. Shout out to Byron Bradford. Thank you for tuning in. Jamel Davis. I'm going to shoot you guys out of the highlight, man. Thank you all, man, for tuning in. Have growing a nation, smashing the like button, sharing his content. Let's tune back in to 105.3 Defend. And let's see what they got. Let's see, 105.3. Attacks for the defense, and they held the, the Giants' vaunted rushing attack with the second overall pick. Saquon Barkley did just 17 carries for 35 yards. I mean, th this is a dominant defense, Jesse. Ari, you and I talked about this, uh, uh, about an attitude. Uh, we talked about how, and we referenced Aaron Rodgers, right, about how no matter what the situation is with Aaron Rodgers, he feels as if he can win it for his team. Now, that type of energy is contagious. And what you see now with this defensive front is you see a bunch of guys who have a huge uh, – you see a bunch of guys who have an attitude, and it's contagious, and it starts with their leader, Tank, and it goes on to, to Crawford and to, uh, to Taco and yes. to Jalen. And so now what you have is they walk into this thing not feeling like a liability – but more of an asset, and it, it matriculates all across that defensive side of the ball. And, and the the good defenses, they have that kind of attitude. When you watch the Lees and the Boom, when you watch the, the great Ravens defense, when you watch defenses like that, now I'm not saying that they're that. I'm not saying that they're that elite level. But those are the things I'm that talking make them the great. attitude. Yes. And, 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 and you see that now. Maybe a lot of it's attributed to Chris Richard and his – it is. You know, his 
presence being sprinkled, sprinkled all over the team. Is he team. calling the plays on defense? I don't know who's calling them, but they've been more aggressive. They've, they've been more aggressive. Yeah, you yeah. see more packages where they're, where they're disguising things. They're bringing some cut. They're bringing some heat. They look like they're bringing some heat. They're bringing some things back. Yes. But the attitude, Ari, the overall attitude of the defense has changed. And these guys are walking into this thing with their chest out, and they're the hot boys, and they're having fun, and it's, 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 it's showing. You know what I'm saying? It's showing. It's, it, it's, it's not like, hey, we're just going to talk a good game and hopefully – no one notices that we're not that good. No, no, no. They're saying we're talking and we're walking what we're saying. And that right there is huge for this team because this offense, honestly, isn't going to, uh, uh, isn't going to wow anybody. I looked at the numbers for, from Dak this week and that week, last week. They look very similar. Yeah. But this defense, man, they're getting after the quarterback, and they have a sense of pride that is just oozing all over this football team. Yeah, we'll get into Dak's numbers in a little bit, but – you want to talk about aggressiveness? So six of their sacks came from their three of their six sacks came from their defensive line. Antoine Woods, Demarcus Lawrence, and Tyrone Crawford each had a sack apiece. Um, as did Taco Charlton. I beg your pardon. So four of their six, but two others came. Kayvon Frazier had one, mm-hmm. and Damian Wilson had a strip sack. There you go. So and, and Antoine Woods' sack was basically caused by Eli being forced to step up in the pocket because of Sean Lee that he came free, and so and Antoine and just fell into Antoine yeah. Woods' lap. So that's. I mean, th- this is an aggressive defense. They are getting after the quarterback with their seven, you know, with their front seven. They're bringing extra guys. This isn't the typical Rob Marinelli style of rush four, get home with four that we've seen. And, I mean, you're right. It, they're playing with a confidence and a swagger, and this isn't new. I mean, it's, it's – I've often said, you know, judge it, – it, it can be an anomaly if it happens once or twice – you judge an NFL season based on quarters, four games, but I mean, at this point, it's just two games. But it's all the preseason, the whole, you know, the, the whole training camp. I mean, this is. Let me slow them down just a little bit. As uh, far as clarity on the offense, this is the thing with the offense. Um, we saw the defense; they played majority of the preseason, whether or not they was rotating. But majority of the guys that's on the defense, minus the Sean Lees of the world, uh, they played. And uh, the defense is the easier uh, thing to do because they're just reacting to what's going out there. So this is the thing. If you look at the offense, it may take around week four, week five for this offense to gel together because these group of wide receivers didn't work out together. So I'm looking at more plays that we saw pulled out of this guy Leonard hands back of tricks. So the offense is going to be okay. It's just that we will still have to lean on this defense coming to the next two, three games. And hopefully the uh, line still are stagnant, and hopefully the Seattle Seahawks are, you know, Seattle Seahawks next week. But hopefully we can figure out a way, special teams, big plays like what Tavon Austin did can open up the entire uh, defense because if the defense plays with a lead like we are, like we did today, we see these type of things. But let's go and listen yeah, back some, to them. Uh, in my mind, some critical plays for us. Uh, Jerry Jones. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, but, but really thought that uh, uh, we just played with a lot of energy. That defense was out there. Uh, we uh, had the pretty much uh, a lot of the same guys out there quite a bit. And at one time, they had uh, quite an edge on us on time of possession, enough enough to start you worrying about the defense. Uh, we're in good shape. We carried right on and uh, were able to uh, play well in the fourth quarter. To, to the offense, uh, uh, to the layman, it looked like the offense was more creative. Did you see the same thing? And after last week, did you want the same thing? Well, I saw one thing. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm very pleased with uh, how we were uh, very pleased with how Dak 
played. He uh, uh, made the big plays. He uh, uh, gave their defense something to think about in uh, yeah. uh, many ways. Uh, I saw, though, the thing that hurt us last week happen to us uh, when we got those penalties uh, there in the start of that uh, right. uh, th- third uh, drive before we had our long drive. And uh, that'll do that to you. I think uh, we talked about that the week before. Those penalties killed us in those early uh, possessions. Uh, but uh, in generally, I thought uh, uh, we always respect the Giants. We respect Eli Manning. And so this was a, a, a very important win for us that's jerry jones on the yeah. dallas cowboys radio network the cowboys 20 to 13 winners over the new york giants your phone calls your texts your thoughts 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the post game show let's hear from palmer palmer's calling in from palmer. georgia go ahead palmer you're palmer. on the dallas cowboys radio network hey gentlemen i appreciate all y'all do man it's a good win for the cowboys i was born in dallas grew up in tyler and austin Stuck here in South Georgia. I got a couple of <laughs> observations. Last week, I listen to y'all all the time. I listen to Sham on the call when I watch it live, and I listen to all the DallasCowboys.com stuff. Jesse, I like how you bring it on cover four. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. But, gentlemen, let me tell you something. I saw some things in this game that were fixed from last week, and go. that gives me hope as a Cowboys fan. I'm all for Chris Richard being the defensive coordinator next year. And then I also that last eight-minute drive, I finally saw Ezekiel Elliott on those last two runs. He kind of got his feet underneath him. There you last go. week and earlier in this game, he would always stumble. or just It just didn't seem like, Jesse, you can, you can, point, you can talk to this more than I can, but it's just from an, obser- an observer, it just looked like he just couldn't get his feet under him. And you know what? This season's like a crescendo in a play. I'd rather get hot in week eight or nine than week two. And uh, I just thought there's a lot of stuff to clean up. Appreciate the phone call, Palmer. Yeah. Uh, Zeke Elliott, by the way, there's there might be something to what he's saying. He had his first 14 carries went for 51 yards, but he ends up with 17 carries for 78. So I mean. You talk about four, you know, 14 carries for 51, and then his next three for basically 20, uh, 27 yards. Um, you know, he, he he finished off the the that early fourth quarter drive, the eight play, the eight minute drive took a lot of time off the clock, and and that was there you go. Like the Cowboys are built to win games like that. Yes. Well, with this offense, this is a to use boxing terms. Use my this analysis. is a body blow offense. Yes, okay. this isn't a. This isn't a. We saw sixty-four yard touchdown pass to Tavon right, Austin type of offense. This is that. Yes. That's not it. Yes, like the we, rope we, you need that because it, it backs them off a little bit. Like that's the Tyson punch. Yes. This this isn't a Tyson punch offense. Great call. This is a body punching offense, and what I mean by that is. Mm. They, if you know anything about boxing, the go. body blows, it wears you down there over you rounds. And then what happens is when you get into those later rounds, you're just so worn out. The, the kidneys are beat up. The lungs are hurting. The ribs are hurting. And then he just drops you with a good body shot. Mm-hmm. And that's what this team is. And, and Zeke is a body blow type of runner. Now, he go. has game-breaking speed, but he also has the ability to get three yards here, four yards here. Okay, bust off a 19-yard. Okay, come back for another four-yard run. And when they have those eight and nine and ten play drives uh, at, at points and times in the game, especially late in the game, those are the blows when the defense 
is just worn out. They're gassed. They've been leaned on all game long. And like Dak said in the presser, he talked about this team being the aggressor. When you're the, when you're the aggressor, you deliver the blows. And late in the fourth quarter, that's when Cowboy teams knock you out when they have that eight, ten play drive and just finish you off because you have nothing, more, nothing left. But to your point earlier, that's the reason you give them more than 17 carries because, you, you know, if you're a body blow type team, that it, your success on offense is predicated on, you know, long, sustained drives, 17 carries isn't enough. No. It was 15 last week. and Everybody was complaining all week it's not enough carries. He, he only had two more carries tonight. So, you know, it's a difference in the matter of the carries, though. Uh, they needed made a more aggressive focus on this particular drive. They, they drove the ball up the middle of the field. Two more carries means that's a massive difference, uh, especially in the flow of the game. Just like uh, Stephen Jones or Jerry Jones just said, that they, the Giants won a time of possession. So I believe that if we had the ball more, then, um, then we would have saw some more carries with Ezekiel Elliott. But here's the thing. This is the main thing that they're missing out, the RPOs. When you do the RPO, the run-pass option, when Ezekiel Elliott uh, is lined up in that backfield, although it doesn't count as a carry for Ezekiel Elliott, the opposition, the mind of the, the Giants, they're thinking that the Dallas Cowboys is trying to run this ball, but if we saw Dak Prescott said, no, not today, and he runs off with the ball, that position, that, that possession right there of the ball of, of Ezekiel Elliott attempting to look like he's holding the ball or running the ball and Dak Prescott get 15, 20 yards off of that play speaks volumes. And the only way you can trick the defense to doing that, unless you're successful in some forms or some fashion with Ezekiel Elliott. And those five or six creases that he had got on those small plays and those small drives meant the world. So that's what happened off of that drive. That's why he only had 17 carries. But if you add in the time that the RPOs were imp imp implanted, implemented on that particular drive you will see that if you add those in together it would be like 20 to 22 23 carries to go to sports air sports are at mr fourth and long uh, let's go back to the phones anthony is calling it from dallas at 877-881-1053 go ahead anthony you're on the dallas cowboys radio network hey guys um speaking of what you were just talking about with dax numbers and everything it uh kind of brings in my question um, would you see any comparisons between the way the Cowboys are building their team to the way the Jacksonville Jaguars do it, where it's defense and they have Blake Bortles where we have Dak? Appreciate the phone call, Anthony. Um, <laughs> this Here's the thing. Defense and, and running game. That's basically what he's alluding to. I think Jacksonville is built a little bit different than us. Yeah. Right? They, they, they have – the, the, the Jimmys and Joes on Jacksonville are a little bit different than ours. They have a legitimately shut-down corner in Jalen Ramsey. They have a really good other corner, which is probably if he came if, – if Bouye came to our team, he would be one. the number one corner yeah. on our team. Yep. If Jalen came to our, to our team, he'd be the best player on our defense. So they have two guys on the, on the outside who are legit – uh, you know, big-time corners and Jalen Ramley maybe being one of the best. And then what they have up front and Fowler and 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 uh, and uh, Calais Campbell and guys like that across. Yeah. The, they, they they got they got some guys you know up there. And then you got Barry Church in the back end. But the Cowboys are better on offense. They are. They have a better quarterback. Uh, yeah. 
I love how we're both like, yeah, you can, yeah. Cause you can, who has better receivers? The running game for the Cowboys right. is better, but Fournette's really good. I like D.D. Westbrook. If, if you though. took Blake yeah. Bortles out of Jacksonville and stuck somebody, if you took Blake Bortles out of Jacksonville and even stuck a, a Dak Prescott in there, they're a much better team. Blake Bortles holds that team back, but this mm. defense is setting up to be one of those defenses when you look at it at the end of the year that go, <laughs> man, say they could help this team when they will help the team win a lot of football games, but you just need a little bit more on offense to get it done. 877-881-1053. Uh, Carlos is calling in from Denton. Go ahead, Carlos. You're on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, I just have two quick things to say. Um, like they, they just said in the, uh, in the radio, um, I think this win doesn't show us anything about the Cowboys. I think we're, there were some things that we did right, but not as much as, as we wanted to. There's still the same troubles that we had with the uh, with the Carolina Panthers. I mean, we we do have a good defense, but like they like we're saying, it's not 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 the offense that we wanted. And also another thing uh, that I think Elliot, I I do believe he's a he's Slow a starter. body puncher, like I said in the in, in the uh, in boxing terms. But we also have a quarterback that is not a Mike Tyson. He's also a body puncher. So how are we going to have a great defense that takes us to a Super Bowl if we don't have that Mike Tyson quarterback or that Mike Tyson? Uh, running back that just brings it to another level. Come on Appreciate now. the phone call, Carlos. It's a long season. They're going to evolve, especially right. on offense. Their defense is ahead of their offense right now. It is. It is. And, and you you have that combination in Zeke Elliott. You have the body-punching ability in Zeke Elliott, but you also have the home-run ability in him as well. And we've seen that on, on many different occasions in his time yeah. here yep. in, in Dallas where if he gets a seam and he gets in the open field, you know, Good luck trying to catch him. That's track speed that he has there. The most positive and thing, though, after two Austin. weeks, the Cowboys defense has given up 29 points. It's yeah. an average of 14.5 points per game, which is a really, really good number when you look at the offenses of the National Football League. Along with former Dallas Cowboy Jesse Holly, I'm Ari Temkin. This is the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. Uh, your texts, your phone calls, 877-881-1053, plus Chidobi Wuzier and plenty others from the locker room all on the way. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Right, so uh, as they go on to a commercial break, I can take over for a quick second, right? Um, I love the analogy. And I gave it uh, last week of Ali, uh, his whole theory with the rope-a-dope. And, uh, and I'm not trying to speak beyond my mind or my head and saying, okay, they're using the, the boxing analogy. But this is the thing. When you, uh, the, the thing was when Ali used that, body blows and he get that and he let the rope that's why you get the rope of dope he was letting the guy hit him in his body and he would absorb he would bounce off the rope and he would lean to you and say hey you hit like a baby and bam bam he get hit he said hey you lean you hit like a sissy and then what he was saying and Ali had an interview that uh as as the guys continued to punch him he felt those blows getting softer and softer and that's when he knew for sure that he can attack now, the reason why I say this is we got Tyron Smith. He's a bad brother. We got Connor Williams. Although a lot of people want to move him to right tackle, I seen him get off on a kickout block, and he did a good job. We're going to break down that film with my guy, Vajra Lombardi, down the line. Uh, so you got that guy. He's going to lean on you. Although Joe Looney, and granted, he's not an A. Travis, but you still have next to Joe, you have Martin, and then, and then, then Lyle Collins. He's still, I think Lyle, he's a slow starter because he, he's holding, he's doing all type of crazy stuff out there, but he still played a solid game collectively. And I think that 
what this offensive line does better than any other team out there is that they they so it's so efficient you know with their with their mass and their body weight and they can lean on you and then you add in and you sprinkle in Ezekiel and you sprinkle in what number 45 can do and you add in the run pass option OMG so the uh the haymaker the the hit that you're not going to see the quick jab or the or the, the the hook would be the Tavon Austin. We punched the Giants in the face off the gate. Number 21 couldn't get to the side, and Tavon Austin ran it on in. And I tell I told everybody, there's something about speed. You cannot coach that. There's something that you just can't be prepared for unless you're just going to have your safeties way back out on the field. And guess what that does to Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> And I hear stories and, and news. I don't know whether or not it's true. Is Bryce Butler coming back? He is a 4-3 guy too as well. And he does have some type of a rapport and continuity with Dak Prescott. So we're going to see how this thing can rumble together. I really like what, uh, what the Cowboys is doing. I think that once everything comes into play. I'm not saying that Bryce Butler, the guy, can walk on water. I'm not saying that he's the greatest wide receiver of all time for the Cowboys. But what I'm saying is that it's something about that rapport and continuity. And then you add in the fact that with Dak Prescott, he's he, he's getting that, that pace together with his team. The understanding with his team. They're they building this thing called chemistry as we go because we all know that they didn't play during preseason. Let's see if they're back on from the uh, commercial break. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to like this page, subscribe to this page, and uh, share .org forward slash I promise. Yeah, they're still on commercial break. So, yeah, defense is crazy. Yes, I'm going to just give a quick shout-out. Don't forget, guys, tell me where you guys are from. Let me know where you're watching it from, too, as well, whether or not you're in Ohio, whether or not you're in California, or whether or not you're in the U.K., Canada, stuff like that. Uh, Dak and Thompson are developing some chemistry. Yeah, I saw that, Kevin. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they are. Uh, Dak to Thompson. I like Alan Hearns. He sometimes he shows up and he disappears. I like the aspect of Dak in, uh, in number 11, Cole Beasley. I see that out there. Cole Beasley, <laughs> he caught some third down passes. I said, oh, I, I I thought he'd even catch it, but, you know, he caught it. That, that's all that count. I, I, I still think that Dak is trying to develop some type of chemistry with the tight ends, and we have yet to see that, like, that nice special play with that. I saw one play that I was really at the edge of my seat when uh, big number 80, you know, uh, you know, the guy Rico, the ball bounced off his hand a little bit, but it's going to come together. El Paso in the house. Thank you, man. Junkyard dog. That's what I'm talking about. Wiggle Bell, South Carolina. Hope your family is okay Isn't out there. One man sack show. Yeah. This is a collective unit where guys are getting in. Yeah. And this becomes this becomes really interesting because what happens is now you start having these competitions. And then guys start going, oh, man, how many you got? You got two? Oh, I got one. Yeah. I was close on this one, but I got a fumble. And so now these guys start coming into the game and they're having fun. They're competing. They're having fun. And that's the, that, that, that's the important part when you start looking at these numbers and that it's not a one-man show. It's not like, yes, we think and we know that Tank is the elite guy on this, in this unit, but you see the other guys now pulling their weight. You see Taco showing up. You see yeah. Crawford showing up. Woods showing up. You know, you see all these guys showing up. Oh, and by the way, 
You didn't have Randy Gregory Knight. Oh, and by the way, you get David Irvin back in, what, two games? So now you add more Mm. to this rotation. Guys are going to be fresh. Guys are going to be hungry because when you get in a – because now you know there's a rotation. So I might not be – well, I might have had 40 snaps before. Now when Randy Randy and and David Irvin comes back, now I go down to maybe 25 snaps. So I got to be really hungry to get any snaps. Also, we hear Rotman say all the time, I only got a certain amount of jerseys I can play every week. Think about how practice is going to be. Yeah. When, when those guys looking around, they're going, I want a jersey too. I want to play on Sunday yeah. too. So now what you create is you create competition amongst the line and you create competition amongst the offensive line because mm-hmm. the line knows these guys are going hard to try to get a spot in the forty, the 46 on Sunday. So now Joe Looney game steps up. There you go. Connor Williams game steps up. Yeah. Lyle Collins game steps up because now they're going up against a pass rush that is competing amongst themselves to go out there to be a part of the number. The Cowboys they, they defense with six too. sacks yeah. tonight. The Cowboys offense gave up zero sacks. This a week after giving up six sacks. We talked about it all week. Mickey Spagnuolo wrote about it on DallasCowboys.com before the game. You know, Dak under duress versus Dak with a clean pocket is a different quarterback. And even though the passing numbers tonight don't necessarily reflect that, he actually had more yards in week one, 170, than he did tonight, 160. But it's the effectiveness of the downfield pass attack, Tavon Austin. You know, it it seemed like a more consistent uh, 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 pass attack. Again, the... Dak Prescott had 170 yards in week one passing, 160 this week. He added 45 yards to the ground, but it, it, it just seemed like a more effective aerial attack for the Dallas Cowboys. Earlier ball. this evening, Mike Fisher was able to catch up with one of the members of that dominant defense, Sean Lee, and here's what uh, he had to say. Come on, let's listen. With Sean Lee after a Cowboy home win over the Giants, uh, there's a lot of talk before the game about, well, you know, we're going to rattle Eli, we're going to go get Eli, but you, you have to you have to defend him with respect, right? Uh, absolutely. I mean, two-time Super Bowl champion, Hall of Fame quarterback, guy that's really tough to play against. He's had an unbelievable career. You know that he can make big plays. He has a ton of weapons around him to make the plays, and so you have to find a way to get to get to him and, and get pressure on him. And NRD line did an incredible job, and. You know, we had some blitzes that, that were dialed up by the coaches that were great also. Yeah, it was the blitzing stuff, was that, and I asked Damian Wilson this, he said, oh, it's the same stuff we always do, we do it better. But is it the same, a similar yeah. chapter from any other week? Yeah, I mean, I think they, the coaches have a great game plan week in and week out on how to, you know, dial up pressure different ways and, and then also use our incredible defensive line at certain times, let them uh, loose, and, and they were unbelievable getting pressure. Uh, you missed a little time with what? Just a, is it a tightness? Yeah, just some cramp, just cramping. So I think it was oh, more man. just precautionary. We were up, and so uh, you know, like I said, we got a great group of linebackers who can make plays. So the rotation was good and keeping everybody fresh, and so that, that that's the plan going forward. Okay, you're not going to brag on this, but historically, when this team doesn't have Sean Lee on its defense, it struggles tonight. Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith and company, they yeah, hold and, up. and Joe and, and and yeah, that's that's the whole point. We have we have a very deep room of linebackers who prepare the right way, are very athletic, and you know it's fun playing with them and, and getting guys in there who are fresh and letting all of us play is the plan. So going forward, I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's Sean Lee along with Mike Fisher right here on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Cowboys win 20 to 13 over the New York Giants at AT&T Stadium tonight, and you know Jesse, it's funny. He just touched on the depth they have at the linebacker position, which brings up yeah. their first-round pick, 19th overall, Leighton Vanderash. Had seven total tackles tonight. Good. Probably saw more snaps, 
But you asked this before the season started. If Leighton Vander Esch isn't performing in the same way that Taco yeah. Charlton did early last year, will he get criticized? And look, seven tackles tonight. He was more active, Leighton Vander Esch, but no, no splash plays, no tackles for loss, or no sacks. Um, but so it's, interesting, be it's interesting because it seems like that flies way under the radar a little bit relative to Taco Charlton because their defense wasn't as good last year. It was in need of more sacks. So it was almost as if you know the play of the rest of the defense is sort of overshadowing a guy like Leighton Van Der Esch, the 19th overall pick. I think even the, the growth of, of Jalen Smith, I think we're so happy about how well he's playing. I think yeah. we're so happy that Sean Lee is relatively healthy. So he's kind of almost been masked a little bit, kind of almost been a little bit overshadowed because of the success of other people around him. With uh, with Taco, we were looking for we, we were in such a need for another pass rusher, right? Uh, that when Taco came to us, we thought he was going to be the next coming of Demarcus Ware or Charles Haley or someone uh, or someone like or that. Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus uh, we, Lawrence. We, we and and then when it didn't happen, Watt. people were calling for his head. Uh, Again, when you're winning, when you're having a success when you, or, or, or when you're having a series of success on your side of the ball or in your group, things kind of get swept under the table. Last year, when Taco came on, this defense wasn't playing well. They, 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 were the, they were the liability of this team, especially when Sean Lee went out. And so when that happens, now they're looking for guys to do something, mm. and you're not the guy that they thought you would be? Boy. <laughs> They start shooting those guns at you. That's Jesse Holly. I'm Ari Temkin. Coming up next, we'll visit with Brad Sham on Brad Sham Day. The, the Cowboys legend. win 20-13. to 13. We'll talk with the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, Brad Sham, next. Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment. Yeah, yeah, the legend, the legend. I can't wait to hear Brad, man. Uh, hopefully I can jump back in before, uh, before everything, you know. I hope I don't miss his segment there. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Man, that is just fantastic, man. I, I just I just love to hear this day. L-V-E, L-V-E. Uh, when they put him in the game, I thought, I said, okay, um, where's Sean Lee, you know? And I said, oh, man, we're going to look sloppy without Sean Lee out there. And and uh, L-V-E, uh, he stood up and stepped up, and, and he flew out to the ball. And when he hit you, you felt it. You, you, the guy fell down. It wasn't no, like, when he hit you – spent off the guy and kept moving and stuff like that so i like what i saw out of lve play and now i have more tape to look over lve and i can't wait to do those film breakdowns and see you know how he was moving i think he got good hips sink his uh his pad levels low and and he plays as tall as he is a six foot five uh just a massive guy but he plays low he don't play he don't play all high and stuff and i like that aspect out of it and then he can cover out in space uh not saying that we need to just go ahead and get rid of Sean Lee, but it's just remarkable to me to see the product out the field, uh, product out there on the field with Sean Lee gone, and you still have some type of LVE out there. And then shout out to Joe Thomas too, and uh, as well as um, special team play. I see them with those two guys out there on special team doing their thing. And guys, guys, don't don't be shy of this. But number fifty seven. Played his you-know-what out. Y'all know who number 57 is, right? Do anybody in here know who number 57 is? My God, he played it. one hell of a game. And he, he could have had an interception. That was the play that Byron Jones and him met at the same time, and they kind of bumped each other. He, he was going for the interception. The ball was just too high, and I think it knocked Byron Jones off for a couple of plays. 
So Damian Wilson did, did did a good job. Shout out to Brian Bradford. Thank you for tuning in to as well. He said Damian Wilson. Yes, number 57. Yes. Heath, this is from Jake uh, from the Scope, Periscope. Thank you for tuning in to it as well. Everyone, man, let's see if they back yet. Let's see. Preparation. Nah, they ain't back yet because I can't wait to hear Brad Sham, the voice of the Cowboys, you know. Uh, Taco did a good job too. Remember, I, he came into the game. What I'm going to do when I was live on the show, I was saying that uh, we need to have a taco meter. He start off as a soft taco. Then we get a sack or a big hit or something like that. He becomes a hard taco. And then from there, he becomes a spicy taco. Then from there, he becomes a supreme taco. And then he can become a double supreme. I'm going to have a meter going on. You know, Taco did his deal. He, he, he did a serviceable job out there. And he was around the ball. Got him a sack, I believe, too, as well. And he was able to jump on the ball. And that's everything, too. The ball bouncing on the ground. Dive on the ball. Man, Taco did his I'm, – I'm very proud of Taco right now. I'm very happy of him. You know, his skill set and his play out there on the field. Remember, he's six foot seven, six foot eight too. So, not – well, six foot seven-ish. You know, big, tall guy. Yes, indeed, man. Um, <clears throat> their game levels was, yes, yes, yes. It was fantastic, man. Let me jump over to my Facebook panel, man. Thank you, everybody. Kevin Carter, Jay, man. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, who else we got? Eric, Chris, May, Nicholas, Jones, all you all, man. Y'all part of the nation over there on the uh, Facebook side. Don't forget to hit that like button. Thank you, guys. Give me that little heart button, too, as well. Don't be shy. I love to see that heart come across the screen. Uh, Malcolm Andrews, thank you for tuning in. Uh, got, got a lot of people over here, man. Thank you all uh, for being part of the nation, man. I, I you know, I cherish each and every day. Wait one a second, man. Wait a second. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Waited all day long. We, we were in the loop. What time were we in the loop? We were <laughs> two o'clock before me. Yes, before Brad. <laughs> and you hear about all these gifts and the Stetson hat with yeah. monogram signature, cobalt football, yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, he's gonna come down, no light club. They're, they're at home. He's gonna have the goodies with them. I'm gonna, gonna see it. You know, look at the hat. Because listen, I know for a fact when the Joneses give gifts, they give gifts. <laughs> he comes walking in here. I go, where's the ball? Where's the hat? He goes. The hat needs a, its own night. It yeah. needs to be a night well, for here, the hat. Here's the thing. I, I, the, I get the hat uh, before, you know, I, I'm really hardly down on the field because of all this yeah. falderall, which was lovely, and I appreciate every bit of it. But that hat now, <laughs> that hat deserves to be walked into the stadium when you get here and not, you not put on just at the end and, you know, you're not going to hardly wear it because you're inside, the, but no. No, no, that hat, that deserves its own full evening. That, so uh, that yeah. is a serious. So hat. I didn't. I, we didn't get a chance, Ari, to see yeah. the hat in person and hold the cobalt life-size football in person. So that one's going to be tricky, and so we'll have to have lunch someday okay. when, I can, when I can hire four guards to bring the ball. <laughs> but I, I'll be able to show you the hat. I'll wear it for a home game. But you said something that was really key when you came out to sit with us, Brad. You said the day was was great and everything was great. He goes, but. What made it sweet was they got to win. They won the game. They, they got to win. You know, there, there was a time when they did Ring of Honor ceremonies, and they always won. And then they had a stretch there where they always lost. Yeah. And can you imagine the guy going in the Ring of Honor, and it's the thrill of a lifetime, and and then they lost the game. Yeah. It's just a So 
you know, people are very nice. I appreciate every note and tweet and text and uh, all the people stopping and saying congratulations and thank you. And then if they lose the game, then you know what the atmosphere is like. Yeah. And it's going to be bad enough. People are going to, I guarantee you, thank you'll, be, man. you'll be taking calls during the week. You'll be answering tweets during the week. All the other hosts on our flagship station, uh, the fan in Dallas-Fort Worth will be. The offense is still no good. They're three for ten on third down. Prescott should have hit gathers in the end zone. They're not going to win any games if they have that. That's their off. That's what you're going to get. And they won. We we might have said that also a little Al- bit already. Yeah, a little already. Bit. Yeah, I, I, by I, the I, way, I it doesn't it doesn't mean those things aren't right aren't correct. <laughs> but, but they won the game. Yeah. Can we start with that? And, and their defense. I mean, in two weeks, they've given up 29 total right. points, and especially last week to a high-powered offense, and then again this week. So I think that this is their formula. This is this is the a little bit of the defense we thought we saw all summer, and I believe that this is not a fluke. And, you know, they didn't have Randy Gregory tonight. Yeah. And heaven forfend, they should have Gregory and David Irving lining up next to each other. Yep. Uh, and then they lost Malik Collins, I don't think, for a long time, but they lost him for a while, so those guys are on fumes up front. And they're just that good. And if the defense is that good, it allows the offense to play the way it wants to play instead of the way it has to play. Now, they still you know, had a couple of critical penalties. You get a little concerned when they're down there and they're on the field, have two first downs taken off the board by penalties, but they were good enough to overcome it. And mostly that was because of their defense, but the offense was efficient. You know, when they went, don't now don't lose sight of this. Yes. That eight-minute yeah. drive. That, now that's at the time of the game when it took all the time off the clock. They get points at the end of the drive, and it the body blow tripled the difficulty for yes. the Giants. Yes, yes. 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 But you, you hit on something uh, that that's really really important. And you know, we celebrate today. You've been around for forty years. It's been a long time since. We've talked about the Cowboys and the strength of the team being the defense. Sure, because they have, uh, first of all, they, you know, they've, you, you have Staubach and you have Aikman and then you have Romo and you have Witten and Irvin and Bryant and you got all these big stars. That's what, as you well know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you were a good enough athlete. You probably could have been a safety, but you chose to be a wide receiver. I don't want, I don't want to tackle anybody. <laughs> right, right. And, and, you know, chicks love the long ball, right? They do, so, they do. They do. So there they you do. go. And, and so they spent a lot of resources on offense for a long time. And when they did spend resources on defense, uh, sometimes it, it worked a little bit, sometimes it didn't, sometimes it was a risk. Well, so what you're seeing now is, see, I think this is Taco Charlton, what we've seen the first couple yeah. of weeks. Well, that's a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just getting a little bit of a look at Van Der Esch. That's first-round pick. Yeah. Tank Lawrence, a second-round pick. For all his problems, Randy Gregory's a second-round pick. And so they've started to spend resources on defense, and it's beginning to show up. Brad Sham joining us on the Dallas Cowboys radio network offensively, Brad, I thought you hit the nail on the head. I mean, some of the numbers look almost identical to last week, but it was, you know, their ability. They, they stretched the field early with Tavon, and then they closed it late with the body blows with, with the running back. And even though, again, the numbers will lead to people bellyaching about the offense and they left points on the, uh, on the board and, you know, they didn't finish drives well, it, it, this is a vast improvement in many ways from week one simply based on their, their balanced ability. It, it, it was better. It, is. it was better. And good enough to win tonight. Now, next week, let's see if it can be better. 
and if you just get a little better every you don't you don't necessarily have to or even want to be at your peak in September. Yes. You want that to be in November and December. Just get better. Be good enough to win, stack them up and get better. Mm. And I think they will. Brad Sham, congratulations. Thank you. Art. 40 years you, in the booth. The broadcast booth officially named the Brad Sham Broadcast Booth. A cobalt football. Wow. A wonderful Stetson hat to go along Woo-hoo. with it. Congratulations, <laughs> Brad. Can you tell I'm excited yeah, about that? Yeah, you, you got to get a whole outfit for that, too, man. No, 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 no. No, no, whole out, just no you hat. can't compete with that hat. That just hat, a hat. needs to stand there. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. A hat that Tom Landry would wear. Yeah, the, the hell he would. It's got my name in it. <laughs> Brad yeah. Sham, we'll talk to you next week. All Thanks. right, guys, have a good it's week. Brad Sham joining us on the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. And yeah. let's also now welcome in Mickey Spagnola as we Mickey. switch off the headsets over here. Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com. And how you know? How you know? Go on, Mickey. You know, Mickey, your article. Were you there? Uh, when Dak is pressured, he hasn't been very good, like most quarterbacks in the National Football League. Zero sacks tonight on Dak. I don't know what the official quarterback hurry or pressured count will be, but as you wrote about before the game at DallasCowboys.com, when he's got time in a clean pocket, this is a different offense. And he's not behind the change and yeah. the, the chain, the chains, <laughs> chains, chains. Uh, yeah, it makes a difference when you're not facing second and seventeen and third and twenty-six. And so they did a much better job. I thought of protecting him. They came up with some different runs, I think, to take advantage mm-hmm. of what the Giants were uh, trying to do, bringing Landon Collins down in the box. Uh, caught him a couple times uh, blitzing from one side, and they went out the other side. So uh, I, I just thought they executed better, and, and it was an improvement. Is it great? No. If you talk to Jason Garrett after the game, it's like, you know, we're not even close. we got to keep getting better. But – the bottom line is you did what you needed to do to win. You started strong offensively with the 64-yard touchdown pass to Tavon Austin. So, yes, Tavon can get deep, and, yes, Dak can throw a deep ball. And then they finished strong at the end with an 82-yard drive that took eight minutes, eight minutes. off the clock. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. That, I mean, when you go up three scores like that, then the defense can back off and say, okay, we're not giving up any big plays. And that's the only point when the Giants scored like their 10, 10 of their 13 yeah. points. So uh, all in all, I thought they combined well, they played well, they protected well, uh, and it was better. Uh, I, I don't think that they're a finished product, but I think that, you know, the lesson is in the NFL, things change every seven days. You yeah, know, yeah. You, you, you can't draw conclusions after the first game, and you certainly can't draw them after the second game. You don't need to be jumping off the roof. This team has talent, and as I said, you know, all during the week, you're going to see them grow before your very eyes. And I saw, I think you saw a little bit uh, tonight. I thought Connor Williams was better. We yeah. were worried about snacks dominating the game. Well, he stuffed some runs up in the middle, but Zeke kept hitting in there, hitting in there. And mm-hmm. if you wanted to play strong in the middle, oh, I might not give it to him, and I'll keep it myself, Dak Prescott. Yeah. And, and showed another dimension. So I think a couple things that they did in this game will give Seattle some pause. It's like, oh, is he going to run against us? Oh, are they going to throw deep? Uh, and they're going to have to take that into account. Well, Mickey, in this game, we saw some guys come off the field, and Sean Lee, which is, you know, uh, he said it was a hamstring. Uh, at the end of the game, uh, you had a Jeff Heath kind of limp off the field. So there were a couple guys who left right. this game. Uh, are there any notable information that you may have on Heath any of those guys? Heath came back. Keith, okay. He Heath, was able yeah. to come back, 
And if if you noticed, uh, Sean, Sean Lee. Lee came back for well, that onside. It's yes. like, this ain't happening yeah. again, right? <laughs> I'm coming out here to take care of this. And then they tried to kick it a, a little differently. Uh, I don't know how serious the ham was. I saw him. I He was running up and down the sideline trying to prove to the coaches that I can go in and play. I think they were thinking, you know what? We got a 17-point cushion. Let's yeah. just play it smart and see if we can get by without putting him uh, back in there. Demarcus Lawrence, uh, he went off for an IV. Uh because I saw him run off, and I saw the doctors running too, and I said, oh, okay, this is what they're getting ready to do. And then he came running back, and they finally gave him his helmet. He went out there uh, and, and resumed playing. And then I think when it got down close to the end, it's like, okay, we're, we're, we're going to salt this clock away. Let's not put him in there. Malik Collins, I didn't get a good update on him. He went off. It looked like he had a little bit of a leg deal going on. Uh, so we'll see where uh, that one goes. Other than that, uh, I, I think they kind of got through it, uh, certainly got through it better than the Giants, who may have lost their center. Yeah. Wow. Uh, when you cart a guy off like that. You bring the air cast out in the cart. Right. Doesn't look good. And then you yeah. go, well, yeah, he went in to get extra. Yeah, well, okay, but he's the not coming cast, back. Yeah. And then in the yeah. press box, they finally said he was out. It's like, oh, yes, <laughs> thanks a lot. So, yeah, I think they got through it okay, it, it, it appears. And, you know, maybe you get Randy Gregory back. And, you know, it never fails when you go short at a position like they only had seven defensive linemen up. That's where you're going to get an injury, right, mm-hmm. or something's going to mm-hmm. happen. You just can't shortchange yourself like that. But uh, they just kind of ran out of bodies, though, Mm. uh, from that standpoint. So if you notice, they were mixing things in. Daniel Ross was going in the inside. They even had Demarcus Lawrence playing inside a couple snaps and have Taco and Armstrong on the Mm. outside to kind of give the inside guys. Uh, I'll tell you what, who who did a yeoman's job was uh, Tyrone Crawford playing inside that whole game. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't see him come out much at all. So he, he played a lot of snaps. Uh, the safeties, once again, played a heck of a lot of snaps. And I thought the combination of the pressure they put on them and the, the single coverage, those guys, those corners yes. hung in there, right? They did. They so did. from a defensive standpoint, maybe we're starting to see a trend. The offense still got a ways to go, but at least the protection protection uh, was a lot better, and uh, they couldn't get Dak to say it out there, right? When it's like, should have said uh, challenge met, right? <laughs> he kind of backed off from that. Got to see him again. Yeah, I mean, Dak's you said it, Mick. Uh, you know, four receptions, fifty-one yards for Odell Beckham Jr. This is now five straight games where Beckham has four, I think, four catches in every game except for one that he's five. Now nine sacks for the defensive line in two games, six tonight. Yeah. Demarcus Lawrence has two of those nine on the season, but, I mean, who's standing out for you aside from a guy like Tank? Yeah, I I, I just thought that their ability to get Taco Taco. to play the way he has, Mm. which is another thing. You know, one year and everybody jumps to the conclusion, oh, he's a bust, he can't play. Well, he needed to get stronger and he needed to play more football. He started one year in college, and I think you're starting to see some things from him. Uh, and, 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 And then because of that, 
And if they can get Randy Gregory back on the field, moving Tyrone Crawford, I thought, inside was huge with David Irving missing. you got a guy that can play the three technique and cause some problems in there. You know, and he got one sack, but he caused some problems yeah. to help other guys yeah. get sacks. So did. Uh, I, I thought that was good. And, and you know, Awuzier continues to play awfully well. Byron Jones, yeah. that you know, they didn't give up anything big. And, but, again, when when I was asked Thursday or Friday, how do you cover Odell Beckham Jr.? You put pressure on Eli, Eli Manning. Manning. And, yeah. and that was kind of the formula in this game. Mick, I just see a level of confidence from these guys on defense that it hadn't been here before. Yeah. And and and, and I remember saying this early in the year, I got a chance to sit and talk with Chris Richard. I, I was in the Cowboys and I was visiting with uh, Brian Wansley and he introduced me to Chris Richard, and I got to talk to him for about, about 15, 20 minutes. And it was something, and you know this, Mick, when you can meet a person from yeah. the, and that energy and that leadership, it just. You're ready to play for him. Yeah. It oozes out of him. It oozes I see that in this team defensively. You see right. guys who are they're walking around here with a different bounce to their step. Uh, if you can just talk about it briefly, just what he has done for this defense as a whole. Yeah, and I and I think he has. He he has instilled confidence in guys that I'm not sure they had confidence in themselves. Anthony you know, Brown. Kayvon Frazier. We haven't seen him play like this, yeah. right? And and I think he instilled some confidence in him. I think Jeff Heath always had it. Yeah. Uh, Byron Jones. I'm not sure he ever knew what he what he was, right? Am I a corner? Am I safety? That's right, and Eric. He's got him Griffin. playing awfully well. Now, Awuzie, I think, could take care of himself because I think he was a pretty confident guy. But I think it is it is kind of spilled over to the rest of the, of the defense, and, and they're playing more aggressively. And you're right. Uh, before, it was a defense that kind of tiptoed along. Uh, you know, and they ended up giving up some hollow yards at yeah. the end. But they yeah. had shut them down. They didn't even, I don't even, I, I wrote it down, they didn't even have 100 yards at, at halftime. You know, they, mm. I, and, and, and most of the stuff, the damage they did was throwing underneath the Saquon Barkley, you know. And, and boy, is he good, too, right? Saquon. There was a lot of that times the first guy Saquon. didn't no, tackle yeah. it, right? <laughs> but again, but if that's your whole offense, yeah. at some yeah. point, you know, you got to be able to throw the ball downfield. Uh, you know, in the one touchdown they gave up, it was a busted coverage. Somebody was supposed go. to go with yeah. the tight end, right? <laughs> it was either Kayvon or, or Jalen Smith, yeah. right? One of those one of the, uh, or, or, guys uh, needed to go with him. But other than that, I mean, they, 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 they played sound, you know? They didn't have a lot of busts. And, and even when they were giving up yards at the end, it was like, okay, you can have all that stuff underneath. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and eat up the clock. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're not going to let you get in over the top. And, you know, they, they – a couple times got some deep passes and you know they, they, they were covered so uh, you know maybe we got a trend on on defense we'll see on offense it's still i think a work in progress on twitter at spags 52 mickey spagnola dallascowboys.com always appreciate you spending some time with us on the sure show. you guys have a good rest of the evening you too buddy <laughs> we'll do our best mickey spagnola joining us in the dallas cowboys post game right. show 
Uh, the Cowboys win 20-13. Your fantasy football update brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 50% or more. All right, guys. So uh, with that being said, man, we're approaching an hour. We're going to really uh, tune in to uh, some more stuff. I'm just going to give you guys my final thoughts, my final words on everything. And a quick shout-out to everybody that's here. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe to this page. Kevin Martin, thank you for tuning in. Sean Hall, or Eric Griffin, I saw you earlier regulated down in the chat box. Appreciate you. Uh, Dante, uh, 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 I even say your last name, Scorpio, thank you for tuning in too as well. Hey, uh, I'm jumping over to the Facebook panel. Thank you all for being part of the mix. Eric, you know, you always uh, welcome. Kerry Teagle, uh, just official, man. You're just official, always in the mix. And also uh, Charles Edward Morris. The What is this? The third? Not the first, not the second. Appreciate you for tuning in too as well. Uh, shout out to you all, family, your whole family, and thank everybody for being part of the nation. Don't forget to donate to the Red Cross. Uh, we know that we had a, a devastating storm to hit the East Coast. For those who, who are following the nation from on that side of the world, please help someone out. Give them a bottle of water. Donate. Every small penny counts. Don't believe it. If you don't believe it, just donate and watch how those things trickle down the line. Uh, I always say, positive mind. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap for it, if life itself seems empty and useless without it and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out and sweat for it, fret for it, plan for it, and lose all terror of God or man for it, if you'll simply go out to the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength and scargacity, with faith, hope, and confidence and stern pertinacity, if neither cold, poverty, or famish, or fame, or sickness, of body, or brain can turn you away from the thing you want, if dog and the grim and besieged and beset it with the help of Almighty guys, you guys will get it. This nation will get it. All we have to do is put our minds and our hearts and our soul together, and this thing will happen. I said that, hey, if we can continue to clap this thing out, positive things will come this way. All we have to do is just take one week at a time, one game at a time. It recalls to my mind that the Redskins, Last week, everybody thought that they're going to go 16-0. and They're going to win the, the Super Bowl and things like that. But now we're looking at the Redskins, right? <laughs> Those who know who've been following football and studying football know that week one is just week one. A lot of teams don't play all their players. There's, there's things called continuity. I recall and I remind uh, some of my friends and some of my people that's, that's around here about the, about the Lions. Lions went 16, well, 6 and 0 at one point. Everybody was saying, okay, this team finna go 16 and 0. And they lost every game since then, and it was like 6 and 10. So, this team right here, I don't know about you, but I know about me. I don't know about you all, but I'm saying that right now, we don't have anything to do with this team. We can just root for the team, right? But there's something about the team, the small things that they did to improve. They did better on the defense. Although Eli was able to get that one touchdown, we know that was from a blown play. And also that long play that was on Ochito, number 12. I'm telling you, Eli closed his eyes and threw the ball. And it so happened to hit that guy in his hand. He was just about this close. It is close. Close but no cigar. But uh, it is what it is, guys. Uh, this is the thing. We will find ways to get Ezekiel Elliott's legs back on his feet. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> uh, it seemed like he was slipping and this sort of thing. But I told everyone that Ezekiel Elliott, he's a slow starter. And then once everything started going through, 
he will pick that pace up, guys. Yes, indeed, uh, uh, Sean. God bless. Yeah, God bless all you all. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's keep fighting. And don't forget, not just keep fighting. Finish the fight. Start the fight. And let's get this thing going one way or another. Hey, I got a podcast. It's L-A-W Nation as well as I'm on YouTube. Just type in Law Nation. I saw somebody say how you can find me on YouTube. Just type in L-A-W Nation and you will find either my logo or my face and you will see that anywhere in Google. You type in Law Nation, you will see me one way or another. That's all the time I have for right now. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you all are listening to nothing but the best. I can't wait to do this film breakdown. Let's jam on out to some music, though. Let's get this thing going for everyone. Let's see what we got. What we got in the bag of tricks. There we go. Let's go. Okay. Let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Eagles look basic. Yeah. What I'm talking about. Let that power ranking come out now. Yeah. Yeah. 